Hello and welcome to Tales from the Thrift, a podcast connecting resellers. I'm your host, Sherry, a part-time reseller on Poshmark. On today's episode, I talk to Stephanie Escate. Stephanie and I recorded this episode in September during Hurricane Teddy, which didn't end up being much of a hurricane, but there are a few times during this episode where you can tell my Wi-Fi is a little spotty, so bear with us. If you're not already following Stephanie on Instagram and YouTube, you absolutely should be. Her content is hilarious. As you will see in this conversation, I feel like I literally laughed the whole time. Stephanie sells on a number of platforms and also has some very interesting sourcing experiences, which we will dive into. So thanks to Stephanie for keeping me company during this storm. And let's get into it. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Um, so we we started a, a few minutes ago here, and I'm so glad that I asked how to pronounce your name because I butchered it. So Stephanie Escate, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, so basically, I just want to have a little chat. Um, I... We, I believe, met on a Posh and Coffee, um, the same one that I actually met the other two guests that have been on so far. And I started following you on Instagram pretty much right after that Posh and Coffee. And I have to say, you are one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram because there's times where, like, looking at my phone in public and I, if I see that you have a story, sometimes I won't even click it until I'm by myself because I have laughed out loud and been embarrassed. Oh my god. Uh, I feel like I always have to put like NSFW like warnings on things. I'm like, oh, this is me. It's real life. I don't know. Oh, no, they just make me laugh. And I think the first one that I can think of when I was like, oh my god, this girl's funny. Um, You had, I feel like a buyer had asked you to, you, it was like, it, I don't know if it was a TikTok or something, but you're like, when someone asks you to like, uh, take a picture wearing the item and you did like this little fashion show and I feel like was it like a shirt or something that was too small and you're like oh you're like, I think I know what you're talking about it was um a wool sweater and um I did like a little video because I have eczema and I have like skin issues it was like majorly itchy so as nice as those pictures might be like it hurt so I was like oh well, this hurts oh my goodness like ah but it was wool that was the big thing it was that it was actually like pure wool and I was like oh my gosh it's so itchy <laughs> yes. yeah oh it made me laugh and just like I don't know there's just always things that you're very candid on your Instagram which I really appreciate I love that yeah I, I mean I try to like it's so funny because my family will tell me I'm not funny they'll be like no one's laughing they don't find you funny. Like, you're like the only person you're laughing is you. And I'm like, yeah, well, watch. I'll put it on Instagram and everyone's going to laugh with me. Okay. So <laughs> I know I'm funny. Yes, you are. You are funny. You're just used to me. That's all it is. Yeah. That's just what family says. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, so you're a, are you a full-time reseller? So the way I put it is I am a full-time reseller forging full-time hours, making part-time money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're working is, really hard. Yeah. So I'm basically, I wake up, I check to see if there's any, you know, offers in the middle of the night, any orders. I spend my day listing and sharing and relisting and sending offers. And then I'll be in bed at 11 o'clock and still sharing. Cause you know, 
you're in Atlantic time. So 11 o'clock is the last party of the day. And I'm like sitting there sharing with like one eye open. And then it's like oh midnight. My husband's like, you know, CEOs go to sleep, right? I'm like, <laughs> how? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but you also have three kids at home, though, right? Yes, I have three boys and all various ages. Two are now in school. And thankfully, school's opened up here. So I sent them on their merry way. Yes. You can go there and you can learn because you weren't learning anything here. And I wasn't enjoying that. Um, and so I spend most of my day with a toddler. Yes. So that's busy in itself. So to say like you're listening all day and doing this all day, you also <laughs> have a toddler with you. Like you, you know, that that's extremely busy. Yeah, it, it gets in the way. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, great. We're touching that. Actually, one day I was trying to, to get an order out and I'm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's when I'm relisting things. I'm not carrying over my inventory number. So then when I know I've inventoried things and I can't find the inventory number, and now I have to look through every single box and I have a box yeah. from A to Z almost. Okay, A to U. So I have to now go through every single box. And so he was, he took a pen and started drawing on one of my items that were in, was in a bag, but obviously oh, a pen no. in the bag. So it drew on the jacket and I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, but I got it out. So it's okay. Oh, good. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and he, how old did you say he was? Two or three? Uh, he's not quite two. He'll be two next month. Oh my god, that's so busy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And you do everything out of your house. Do you keep? Because I know I've seen I've seen a few videos that you've done where you're. Do you have like a shed or something where you keep your inventory? So I have, I, I know it's a little bit bigger than like an average shed. So it's more like a, they call them baby barns. Oh, okay. So I have two baby barns on the, on my property um, beside each other. And one was supposed to be a shoe shed and one was supposed to be a, his shed, I guess a he shed. And he was like, oh, I'm going to have a gym. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm going to like knit in mine because I crochet. So I'm going to make like crochet things and, you know, have a she shed and stuff. And then this happened, and now I took over his and put all like our storage and stuff in his, and now my <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so no gym, and this is where I'm gonna work. Yeah, so yeah, all my inventory. I'm trying to make it so I can solely work out there, but I mean it's cold, so <laughs> it's cold yeah. now. So I don't know how inclined I am to go out there, but yeah. everything's out there, so I have to make at least one trip a day outside to the shed. To get my well, stuff it's, at awesome. least it's on your property i feel like i know a lot of people have offices and storage units and stuff yeah outside of their home which you would need i guess at some point if you didn't have the space but i would just not be organized enough for that like if i forgot where something was or i don't know it would just take me too long to be driving somewhere to get shit yeah and then it would be like oh I, I just I just left there and of course something just sold and they probably want it like right away so I gotta go back like yeah, yeah. I actually started in our the playroom it started in a tiny little closet and I hung up everything and then it exploded and it, there was just too much stuff and I was like oh this isn't gonna work oh so I feel like that's that's exactly where I'm at right now because I was trying to keep around 200 listings and then I just have found some really good stuff recently so I'm at I'm not much over that I'm probably like 230 maybe but I don't know what I'm doing with my inventory right now and it's just it's in my office in the basement but like like right now this is a good example and I shouldn't even share this but I have everything set up so that I'm kind of like a little bit in the closet just for the sound to be absorbed by the clothes 
in my <laughs> office, but I have all my stuff on my bins. So like right now, because we're recording at night, I'm used to I'm used to recording in the morning, so I have a coffee. I have wine, which is way better. <laughs> I really should switch to nighttime. And it's on the clothing bin. So I'm like, this lid's on tight, right? Like if I spill this wine, it's not gonna leak into all my sweaters. <laughs> You know, it's funny. When I read that, I'm like, she wants me to get into my closet. What? No. And I was like, what kind of closet are we talking about? And then I like, I know you didn't specifically like you have to be in your closet, but I'm like, what kind of closet is she talking about? And then I'm like imagining someone trying to squish into my closet. And I'm like, nope, that's not happening. Okay, first of all, you're going to scare anyone who wants to come on the podcast. I didn't say you had to get in your closet. <laughs> I said, try to go somewhere quiet where sound will be absorbed. So, you know, like not a bathroom, maybe a closet or a bed. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm on my bed, so I'm like, okay, I think this is good enough. I've told everyone to be quiet. Um, but yeah, no, I was actually looking. I'm like, how does somebody sit in the closet? But then I was like, well, maybe she meant like a walking closet. Some people have those. I don't. Yeah, but I'm like, that's what she's talking about. Well, just like even I feel like a lot of resellers anyway just have spaces where clothes are hung. So anything that absorbs, and you don't even have to. Like I recorded one at my desk, and it didn't sound too bad. It just so gets a little bad. echoey, but. It's not bad. I thought maybe the shed would be a good idea, but since we're sitting in the middle of um, this rain, I didn't think it was a good idea. No, I know. And I also have to say that I'm really happy we decided to record tonight because I have, it's, well, for anyone listening, we're on the East Coast and we are kind of at the beginning here in Halifax of Hurricane Teddy. And I have such bad wind anxiety. It's the weirdest. I don't know how to explain it because I don't mind storms, but when it gets really windy, I can't breathe properly so I was like I'm recording a podcast I don't care what's going on outside I'm gonna have wine and it's gonna be fine so it's yeah like, breathe oh, good yeah no, I know I was thinking that too I was like you know what we're still hustling even though there is like this hurricane thing happening we're good we still yeah. gotta get stuff done <laughs> yeah I might not sleep tonight just because of the wind but yeah oh you know what's funny um Yesterday, we had to take down the trampoline because we didn't have it, like, rolled it down, and our not-quite-two-year-old calls it a boom-boom, so he thinks we're taking this boom-boom away, and we're the most awful humans in the whole world, and, you know, how dare we? But little does he know, like, the wind will literally make it roll down the street, and I don't feel like oh, chasing yeah. the trampoline. So we took it down, like we tried to put it in the shed and obviously my husband's shed, not mine. And we tried to put it in there, but it was way too big. So obviously we had to take it all down. And like my husband went around and like drilled like the bins that are sitting outside to the, like, yeah. to the deck. And we're like, nothing's going away. Maybe we're a little too overprepared, but I'd rather not chase anything down the street. So no, like, uh, well, the last couple big ones that we've had have been really bad. So I was the same way. I took down everything took it every like even getting down to my basement was difficult because all of our stuff from the deck is like in the landing where I come to the basement so I was like trying I had a bottle of wine and my computer I'm like stepping over couch cushion or patio (laughs) furniture like yeah and it's funny because this year 2020 everybody's been like decorating their backyards and you know making them little like sanctuaries and I'm like I'm so glad I didn't do that I didn't have time I was busy working (laughs) I know I know (laughs) Well, hopefully this hurricane's not too bad, but yeah, we'll see. Um, so I'm curious, how did you, how did, so you sell on Poshmark and do you sell on eBay and Mercari as well? Well, not Mercari, Mercari, I can't get into the, for Mercari, it's not Canadian. Okay, sorry. Did I say Depop maybe? Yeah, it's Depop. Right. Okay. Okay. So those so, three. Yeah. So I sell majority on Poshmark. And 
I started to list some things on Depop, you know, vintage, the stuff that kind of sells to that crowd of people. And I was just getting likes and I didn't really know what I was doing. And then I wasn't really understanding like shipping and then fees. And it was a little complicated. It's way more complicated. So if anybody's looking to get into reselling, just do Poshmark. Understand Poshmark first and then learn the rest because it's way too complicated if you're just starting. Uh, So my main focus is Poshmark. Like I have 1,200 listings. They're not active listings. Probably 700 active listings. It's hard to maintain. But uh, so I have those. And then I have like 10 Depop listings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've sold one thing on Depop. And I was so excited. And I was like, wait, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was so anxious about it. Because I was like, well, it's sold now. What do I do? And we have to figure (laughs) out how to ship it. It's like, oh, I clicked. I shipped it. But I didn't actually ship it. Crap. Okay, I'm going to go put it in a red bin. (laughs) That shipped, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then... um, I listed some things on eBay and I think I have eight active listings on eBay. Like it's, you can tell there's a major difference. Like Poshmark is my focus. I'll list things as I see they fit in the other places. Um, On eBay, I've just been getting a lot of scammers. Like people text me when you're ready to ship this and I'll pay you. And it's like, just pay me and I'll ship it. Like that's how it works. Stop it. So I'm kind of dodging that. And that's kind of been... Like, I'm not quite motivated to post on eBay because of that, because I know I'm just going to get flooded with these messages. Yeah. Uh, but uh, most recently, and I, I haven't even posted about this on on Instagram, so this is some classified information. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I posted um, a stuffed animal, and I, I made a live when I showed off these stuffed animals. I found these weird stuffed animals they were all by the same company i looked at this company and it's a furniture company that hands them out at the end of like you touring the showroom so i was like okay that's weird that all of these are in value village and they were between four to six dollars for each stuffed animal and so i was looking them up and it said like 30 to 40 dollars was resale value and i was on ebay and i was like okay well you know what? i'll get three so i got a Timberwolf, a pig, because it said it was rare, which really means nothing on eBay. <laughs> everything is rare. Yeah. And, um, I got the elephants. I absolutely love elephants, but I probably don't need another stuffed animal. But I just figured if I can't sell it, there's another stuffed animal for me. No big yeah. deal. So uh, this company also is based in Ontario. I'm like, I'm in New Brunswick. Why are these stuffed animals here? But okay. So I got those three. And then I kind of put off listing them. And I list- listed the rare pig for $40 nothing no hits no nothing and I'm thinking okay like obviously it's not rare then it's not that big of a deal it's a stuffed pig like it's what am I thinking Stephanie so um I recently just got a haul of like china glasses and stuff and I was like oh I was photographing them in my shed because my husband's like we set up the shed we get a photograph in there and I'm like okay fine I'll go photograph out there great wonderful Um, I was like, you know what? I haven't taken a photo of this timber wolf or the elephant, so let me just do it now. And so I did. And I'm photographing it, taking all the angles. And then actually I used the – this is a little tip I have. Is I use the eBay app to take out my backgrounds on photos. Oh, okay. So it, I just feel like it does a better job than some of the other apps. And I use an Android, so I don't have, like, photo room or whatever else other people use. And I'm like, I can't use that because I have Android. So okay. I use eBay. So anyways, that's what – I normally do. So I was just in there, like fooling around with the background, cleaning up the photos. And I was like, you know what, let me list this. And I looked back at the comps again for the the wolf and the white wolf. I had the timber wolf. So the white wolf, there was a sold for $600. What? 
Yeah, so I was like, that's money laundering. Like, I'm, I'm convinced that's not real. Like, it's a stuffed animal. And then other ones were sold around 300, 100, for like, it, it's such a big variance in price. So I was like, okay. So I started to list the timber wolf. And it, it just looks like a normal wolf. Like, a, it's nothing really that special. Mm-hmm. And I went to put 100. And I was like, you know what? If I don't ask for more, I'm not going to get more. So I listed that at 250. That was an 11 p.m. At 11.08, it sold. No. What? It sold for $250 plus $75 shipping to Sweden. What? And and it's an Ontario furniture company? It's just a, yeah, it's just as Ontario, like, I don't even know how to say it properly, so I'm not going to try. But it's just like a fancy furniture company that gives these out at the end of their little tours. It's like, and there's only so many made because they change the animal every time they do these shows. But it's nothing like it's not I don't think this is this amazing collector's item. Wow. It's just a stuffed animal, $250. And the only reason I was so nervous about this because I like you have those like, oh my God, it sold. Oh my God, it sold. But I'm so afraid of eBay because it's so sketchy. But I also, when I was listing this one, I opened it up to worldwide, which I didn't realize I could do. I thought you had to have like a dot com account. Like, like I said, eBay and Deep is so complicated. <laughs> Poshmark is very straightforward. So on eBay, you have to like go into shipping. You have to choose an international one and then allow it to ship worldwide. And I didn't know you could do that. So I did that on this listing. And then I also made it so buyer has to pay immediately okay. after pressing buy now. So that's what happened. So eight minutes later, it was paid for. It wasn't just like this person's gonna buy it and they have to pay for it. Like it was paid for. And I was like, what? So I started like frantically messaging people like in the states that I follow that I know have eBay accounts. Like, is this real? Is this real? Please tell me, is this real? Wow. So incredible. Uh so the one the one lady, she got back to me. She's like, Yeah, it's real. Like, congratulations. And I was like, I just don't believe you. <laughs> make sure you package it up and send it because I also had like one day processing not really thinking anything of it but you have to like also with eBay you have to then buy a label out of pocket and they hold your funds because I'm not an active seller it's a lot more complicated than Poshmark okay, so yeah so I had this like $300 sale pending it's still pending because I only shipped it out on Saturday and I'm or sorry on Sunday and I'm like so anxious so I like videotaped me like looking at all the seams to make sure like you can't open anything against me and I like made sure to wrap it all nice and send it on its way and I'm like oh my goodness I'm so nervous like and I was like who has $250 lying around for a stuffed animal that's this so is crazy insane. that's what I feel like the bet and I don't sell on eBay so I don't know much about it other than what I hear people talk about but I feel like it has that like you don't know good for you for looking up those comps on those stuffed animals because you don't know what someone's gonna spend a thousand dollars on right and then I then went a big market yeah I went to take I took down my pig listing so I listed it at 40 and I relisted it at 80 I'm like wait a second I think I'm on to something yeah (laughs) so I relisted it for 80 um and then I opened up the worldwide shipping so I didn't realize that was a thing and then I also listed the elephant for 100 well neither one of those have sold Okay, so I think cool. it was just the wolf. <laughs> well, give it time. You never know. Yeah. And then I was like, how did they find it so fast? So I was talking to my sister about it. I'm like, maybe they have like a notification for that specific brand to pop up. And that yes. wolf, like yep. eight minutes. Like it was crazy. They must, have, they must have a notification. You can do that on eBay. Can you? I have no idea. 
Because I know you can on like Marketplace and Kijiji and all those types of apps. Um, I don't, I really don't shop eBay. Like even when they're like, here's a credit. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want to buy anything. There's nothing to buy. I know. Well, in Canada, the shipping's so expensive. I found on eBay because it's a lot of American sellers. Yeah. And then uh, I tried to do some online sourcing for jewelry because I kind of got obsessed with watching this lady on the, on um, YouTube and she like buys these lots of jewelry and then she lists them and whatever. And she goes through and she explains it all. I'm like, Oh, I want to sell jewelry. <laughs> and so I bid on this lot and it was like free shipping, $21 for the lot. And I won. And then the guy canceled on me because he's like, it shouldn't have said free shipping. And I'm like, well, I'm not paying for shipping because they're going to let some false advertisement. I don't know what's going on here. It's kind of scammy. And then he ended yeah. up canceling on me. So I was like, this is why I don't buy. This is crazy. Yeah. So I never did get into jewelry. No, you mostly, <laughs> you do mostly clothing, right? Yeah, uh, it's mostly clothing. And now I have some China pieces I have to get rid of. <laughs> Yeah, I saw, and I feel like uh, you'll have to post a video of you packaging them when they sell because I saw your other one where you were like, I am packaging this so you could drop it from like the moon, basically. Yeah, and like my anxiety was so high for that. And you know what? The buyer never told me, like, she never rated the package or anything. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, did it get there in one piece? Like, just let me know. That's well, all I want to know because you would have heard if it was broken. Yeah, I guess okay, so. Right? I'm like, I wonder if some people buy things on the app and then forget they buy them. And then what if it doesn't turn up? Do they ever come back? And they're like, hey, it never did turn up, but you say it's delivered. Like, I'm always afraid of that. Because I, I find know, like, I feel like if you're buying that volume of things from Poshmark and you don't remember what, like, I'm always so excited. Like, I have a, a sweater coming in for me from Vancouver that I bought with, um, I, bought, I won the Love It or Listing Challenge last week. Mm-hmm. So I bought a uh, Burnett the Label, like leopard print, cute little sweater. And it's coming from Vancouver and I keep checking where it's at. Like, so if you're buying that amount of stuff that you don't notice if something came. Right. I just feel like it would be more like, you know, like people who buy on Amazon, they buy all these different places. Because like, you and me, we sit on Poshmark. We, we sell on Poshmark so we know to look for the stuff. But if somebody's just like hopping on to purchase something and then they don't really come back to the app again, it's like, what if they forget? Because yeah, I actually, had, I had a lady who purchased some two items from me and it was part of my sale. So it was like a really small, like I got a really small amount back. It was like $12 from the sale and it went to her. She never picked it up from the post office because they attempted delivery. It didn't work. So that she had to go pick up from the post office. Then 10 days later, it shipped back to me and I'm like, Hey, what, like, what's going on? Did you not want this? So Poshmark ended up paying me but the customer didn't get their stuff and I have their stuff still because they sent it back to me. And now I'm just sitting here like, do I bother shipping it out again? Like this is wasting my time and gas. something wrong with the address? No? That's what they said. But it's like, I don't know. It's just so weird. I don't know. The address is correct, but then they say it's not correct. But then I'm like, I don't know. But then also you would think that the buyer would be like, hey, like where's my package? But she never did. So now I just have this package on my counter. You haven't, and heard, you haven't heard from her? No, that's what I mean. I'm like, I feel like maybe she forgot she ordered it. I don't know. I'd send so, a couple messages and then be like, it's going up for sale again because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, I guess. Right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who's got time for that? <laughs> you know, when you don't poke the beast, it doesn't do anything. So just leave it alone. Maybe she'll come back around one day. I don't know. Yeah, you'll still just have a package on your counter waiting. <laughs> My husband's like, is this one going out? I'm like, no, 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 that one's not good. No, 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 that one's returned. Leave it alone. <laughs> put it in your shed put it in the storage shed (laughs) exactly (laughs) I mean you might as well 
Yeah, um, so sourcing wise, you're I I know I've seen some photos of you at the thrift stores. Um, and I feel like you have some creative sourcing as well. I don't know, maybe just during quarantine you did. I just, I definitely just want to hear about this, um, midnight Facebook pickup that was on your YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. That was the worst thing I've ever thought of. Okay. So, um, okay. We'll start with that one then. I messaged this lady because she said she had three bags of, plus size clothing and like my closet is very focused on it's not okay it's focused but not completely focused because I mean if I have it it's a different size I'll post it but anyways I focus on plus size vintage and embroidery so she had three bags of plus size clothing and I'm like great this is wonderful like it was for $40 I'm uh, thinking about like cost wise like that's like four shirts if I bought it direct from a store or five shirts or six whatever anyways it's not a lot at Value Village <laughs> nowadays no. to source with $40. So I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to take a risk. So I messaged her and she's like, oh, it's pending pickup tomorrow morning, but it's first come first serve. And I really did message her saying, well, I'm not going to race someone to your house tomorrow morning. So just let me know because I'm, I'm not racing anybody. That's crazy. No. Um, let me know if it's available. She's like, well, you can come now if you want. And I'm like, oh, is that a challenge? Okay. okay so let me so just- what time is this? This is at... Um, this is probably at like midnight when this mess, like all these messages happen. Cause I'm, I'm quick. Like, I, Oh, you want me to come? Okay. I'll throw on like some outdoor clothes and let's go. So I snuck out of my bed. Cause like I told you, my husband's like, Oh, CEOs go to bed. And so he would be like, you're not leaving to go pick this up, Stephanie. And so I'd be like, he, he, he. So I snuck out of bed and I snuck into the car and I quickly drove off. And Wait, I re- so did anyone know where you were going? <laughs> no, you're going to actually give me a heart attack, but keep going. <laughs> so that's that's another thing but so I never did tell anybody where I was going and I recorded the whole thing and I make a joke as I'm recording like this could be my death I have no idea yeah but let's go (laughs) so I went and I pull up to this house now I live I live like on the outside of Moncton so Moncton's like the main city I live on the outside so I had to drive into Moncton which is really not that far like a 15 minute drive I go and it's probably not the best area that I pulled up to but I'm like, it's okay. It's I kind of get that vibe when you were going up the apartment steps. Like, I feel like, I mean, you can't tell a lot from a video, but I was like, I don't know what the hell she's doing right now. <laughs> but it's like, you know, when you get yourself into something and you're already too far into it, so you just continue. That's what yeah. kind of was like. So yeah. I end up going, and so I expected her to meet me down at the lobby, like with COVID and everything going on. Like, nobody wants you in their spaces nope this lady was like meet me in my hallway I'm on the third floor and I'm like oh great so I go up to the third floor and she opens her door and I instantly regretted it because I could smell cigarette smoke and I was like I never asked if it was from a smoke-free home I never thought to ask so she opens the door and she's like come in I'm like again bubbles like corona hello but okay so obviously I didn't record any of that interaction. And so I grabbed the bag. She's like, do you want my help? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Like, I just wanted to leave. I also wanted to do some more videoing of me. So I didn't want her in the video. No. So I like set up my camera, ran back up the stairs, grabbed the bags, come back down, you know, photo or video editing. <laughs> so then uh, I'm walking down the stairs and it was cr- crickety and like creaky. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I throw everything in the car and I'm like, I just need to get home. So I rush home. And I'm like, okay, now I got to get this in my house. 
but like I don't want it in my house I need it in the shed but I want to make sure no one wakes up so anyways I throw everything in the shed and I recorded a little bit because the bag had opened and that it was still so much regret because it was really dated styles and I was really like ugh did I really buy this? Why did I buy this? This was such a terrible idea. Like instant regret, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it away. I'll do another video tomorrow. So I continue with the video and I open it. And because it was just so upsetting because all the little brands she mentioned had big yellow stains on it. I was like, really? Why did you mention it? Like, did you not take no. two seconds to realize it was all stained? So <laughs> I went through it. I got like a massive bag of stuff that was stained out of it. I was like, hey, you know, I'm just going to make mystery boxes with the rest. It was, it didn't smell as bad as I thought it might have smelled. It didn't smell like cigarette smoke, but it didn't have like an older smell to it. So yeah. it had been like stored in bins probably. Um, but I was like, it was all really vintage, but it didn't fit the vintage I was going for. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just do mystery boxes. So I, I made the mystery boxes. I listed the mystery boxes. I got a couple of likes, but no buyers. Okay. That following weekend, I had a garage sale, and yeah. I put all that stuff out. So I took it all out of the mystery boxes. I had a garage sale, and I was selling things for pretty cheap, and I still wasn't able to sell much of anything from that stuff. And I was like, great, like I'm stuck with this. So then I counted all the items. I added a couple more items that weren't really like moving on my um, in my Poshmark closet because I did put some of my stuff into the garage sale to kind of clear out some of the stuff that wasn't moving. Yep. And um, I end up with uh, two bags with 30 items each in them. So 60 items total. I listed them on marketplace and I said 60 items for $60. These two bags, like just please take this stuff off my hands. Like, I don't want this stuff anymore. It wasn't bad stuff. It just wasn't my style and it wasn't worth my time and energy to list it. Yeah. So, um, it also wasn't my size. So I like it, these were when I say plus size, like these were going into like the 22s to 34s. Like these were really big plus sizes. Yeah. So this really wasn't centered around the plus size that I sell. So anyhow, someone picked it up the following day for 50 bucks. And I was like, great, wonderful. Take it. So I ended up making $10 off of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow I made money on that. But it was a really bad idea. And my mom actually like, told her, she was like, why didn't you post these videos to your store? You post everything else to Instagram, but these videos, at least if you had gone missing, we'd know where to look for you. And then oh, I, I, told her the area. <laughs> and I told her the area, she's like, are you kidding me? Why would you go there? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm new. I don't know bad areas from good areas. So yeah, it, it was oh, a bad idea. And I promise you, I probably won't do it again. Promise. Promise. Well, <laughs> it made for a really good YouTube video, but that when was I was cool. watching it on YouTube, I knew at that point you had posted it, so everything was fine, but I was still like, oh my god, I cannot handle this. <laughs> yeah, so when I when I originally I was like, you know, this is going to make a great YouTube video, like this is good content, so that was kind of another driving force for why I thought it would be a good idea to do it. But other than that, I don't really make midnight trips to go pick up inventory. And I don't typically buy bags of random stuff from people. I mm -hmm. just find that quality is really bad. And then also the brands are probably cheap brands because if it was worth anything, they probably just listed themselves. So I don't source, I really don't source buying by the bag. That was just like a one-time 
impulse, and I'm very impulsive. So it was one time impulse, and I won't do it again. Yeah. Uh, yes. Other ways I source um, through COVID actually, and this is the reason why I won't buy bags of clothes is because I, I put it out there like, hey, if you're looking to donate your items, and none of the donation centers are open, don't put them in those bins. Like I will pick them up from you, or you can drop them off to me. I will. This is what I do when I tell them I'm a reseller. I sell across Canada. You know, these items will land up in the landfill, whatever. And people, there was lots of people who were like, here, take my stuff, take my stuff. And then I had a lot of stuff to redonate because it wasn't resellable. Like it just quality was bad. The stains, the it was really worn. It just it was like, okay, this was a really bad idea because now I'm just like, taking through garbage now. This is crazy. My best find out of doing that was a pair of Batman Converse that my kids were arguing over and it didn't fit them. They were too small. I'm like, I don't understand why you guys are arguing over this. I'm selling them. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't anything amazing. I got some different girls clothes into my like I have boys so I don't have girls clothing I got some girls clothing in my closet I don't feel like that helped at all yeah <laughs> any new traffic no so, kids clothing's hard pardon kids clothing I find doesn't sell as quickly I yeah no and you know what there's other and I, I'm so envious of the states the states have so many sell, selling platforms like they have like one dedicated to just kids clothing and I'm like, why don't we have that? Why can't you Canada? Can someone please expand these? This is insane. And it's funny when someone in the States is like, oh, I'm not making any money. And it's like, how? How can you not be? <laughs> you have so many opportunities at your fingertips. <laughs> I know. And even like thread up. I know you posted something about that the other day where people are selling like bulk into thread up. And like, that would just be a nice option. Yeah, like if you can do that, I envy you. That's all I have to say. If you can, even if you live in like Toronto or anywhere close to the border and you have cross border services, uh, I can dream. not have that here. Nobody's trying to drive the Maritimes into the States. Nobody. So, no. no. At least you're a little closer. Got him in Halifax. You might as well take a boat. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think it's like a four hour drive into Maine, US. Yes. And yes. I'm like, is there nobody who's driving that way? Like, at least, like, like I said, like I'm near Moncton. So like, is there nowhere, nobody? And I'm always looking and I'm like, if only I had that cross border service, I would totally have a Poshmark closet in the States. I would totally like expand that way. Like, I don't know with what time, but I would totally do it. <laughs> I know. Um, and then, so I did the COVID thing with the bags and stuff. That's why I'm not buying those bags because people really don't care. They just throw garbage in it. And they're like, here, buy my unused underwear wonderful oh, um, <laughs> and then uh I, I'm only out so before when I very first started back in January I had no idea what I was doing I had watched so many of these YouTube videos of American postures which is very different from the Canadian market and I learned that very fast yeah. so I went to a thrift store and I bought a bunch of stuff and I listed it and I probably still have 99% of that stuff uh, I feel like that's so common though when you start yeah and and it's like, I've put it all on sale. I'm like, someone please just buy it from me. Like at this point, just, and I thought I lucked out too. Cause I had this like nice wool vintage jacket, like a nice, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's a nice wool jacket, like a trench coat, but it's wool. Anyway. You are and, the I have the exact same thing that I got so, $16. It's beautiful. It's got fur around the collar. I was yeah. like, this is stunning. I should just keep it because it's not, it was one of my first things I bought. Same thing. 
Yeah. So I only paid $10. It was priced at 20. It was 50% off. So it was $10. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get such good money for this. I looked up comps because I knew to look up comps. Okay. So I knew to look up comps, but I didn't know to look up sold comps. So I need to look up like the brand. Oh, look, the brand sells. Okay, cool. I'm going to put it in my cart. That's how I did my first trip. And I bought a lot of things that yes, they're listed, but they're not sold or they're sold for pennies. And I'm like, great, wonderful. So uh, I did that and I looked up comps and this jacket, like the style and the brand does well on Etsy, but mine doesn't do well on Etsy and it sells for like a hundred dollars and it's not selling. And I haven't posted on Poshmark now for 65 and taking offers and someone just needs to come buy this darn jacket. (laughs) (laughs) What brand is it? Uh, it's like Nickelodeon or I don't know how to say I'm really bad with pronunciation. Uh, that's but... exactly what I have. Um, really? <laughs> Nicoletti? I don't know. I don't really know. I think, like... Is it an Italian brand with yeah. like a Leaning Tower of Pisa on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's like the exact same. I'm looking at it right now. It's hanging in front of me. And it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And, and the I, thing is- I have mine for like a lot. I have mine for 150 because the comps were like... There was some good comps. There was like ones that sold for more than a hundred, but this one, I'm hoping this winter. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what it is because I had it in January, so maybe people already had their jackets. Actually, you know what? I just sold a TNA jacket today yeah. that I've been holding on since I started from my sister. So maybe maybe things are gonna turn up. I don't know. But I don't want it because it's wool and yeah. I have a deal on my neck, so I can't even wear it. So I can't even keep it. I mean, I model it in the video, like in the pictures. I'm like, model it, like buy this jacket, yeah. but it's not selling. And I have it on Depop. I have it. Uh, I don't think I have it on eBay. I might actually. No, I think I do have it. I have it literally listed everywhere. I had it on Etsy, but Etsy costs too much if you're not making any money. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. 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 You have to pay per month per listing. And I'm like, um, but what if you're not making any money? This isn't really co-beneficial here. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and then. So- Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so do you find that you've gotten better? Obviously, you've gotten better at knowing what to pick up, like what sells for you? Yeah. Like, okay. So my thing is, my major thing is when anybody ever asks me, like, what brand sell or what really works for you? I'm like, you need to find your own focus because, you know, I can watch other people sell Lululemon for days and I'm sitting here like, can someone buy this stuff? Like, do you want it for $10? Like, I don't understand why I cannot sell Lululemon to save my life but I'll still pick it up and I don't understand why I'm like oh I'll pick it up for three dollars yeah no big deal okay great now I have all these crops that nobody wants to buy in size four and six I know you know what I like I sell a ton of Lululemon and I really enjoy it it's like my biggest seller but there are certain styles that just take a really long time like crops are one of them mm-hmm. they take unless they're the wonder under tight ones no like, the other ones just take a while. Same with the groove pants. They will sell like the typical yoga pants that are a little bit flared, but they take okay. a while. And the small style, this is just, this is my opinion and having sold it a ton, but um, mm-hmm. the smaller styles take longer. The 10s and 12s go really quick. Not, I shouldn't say really quickly. They go quicker. Um, mm-hmm. Any like tights that are like fitted the whole way down what they call wonder unders those sell quickly anything high-waisted anything cotton and casual I find but like the hoodies nope they take forever the crops really? take forever same with me well you so know what? I some hoodies will probably hmm? some hoodies probably depending on the pattern but I've had three or four um 
it took me probably six months to sell a green one that was I thought it was really nice but they're just not as they're not as popular as they were like five years ago I guess so but I just I don't know I found that like hoodies seem to do well for me uh and uh, as long like I mean I look it up like if it's a scuba and it's like a, a limited edition type of thing um it does pretty well I have currently one it's a remix so it's not quite a scuba it looks like a scuba but it's called a remix yeah, they're a little they're bit <laughs> and it's the cheer usa um limited edition cheer edition so they couldn't call it like the olympic one oh, okay. but it's for the vancouver olympics from 2010 i guess i was oh. like yeah this is gonna sell i'm like who am i kidding we're in canada nobody wants the sweater in here <laughs> <laughs> great i got this sweater so i have to get it across to the states maybe somebody no, will i feel like that was that will sell like you some of it you just have to give it time yeah so but, uh i don't know it's different in everyone's closets though honestly so yeah, i shouldn't even say that yeah i know i just it's so funny but it, i'll still pick it up and i'm like i don't know why i pick it up but i've actually started to focus on other athletic brands um i'm gonna butcher this name but lole l-o-l with an e yep. with the two dots yep. lole yeah that- yeah, that sells pretty good for me, I find. I never even knew about this brand. Uh, but when I find it, I'll pick it up. It's pretty it's much Canadian. Credit? It's Canadian it's- as well, I believe. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, it says born in Montreal, but I don't know yeah. about where it's all manufactured. But yeah, so uh, it's pretty much comparable to Lululemon, at least price-wise. I don't know quality because I don't wear either of these brands. No, they're but- both really, like I have pieces in both that I wear and I, I like them both. like Lola is a great brand as well yeah so I I focus on that like if I have to pick between a Lululemon and I'm gonna pick up the other one like I'm not gonna pick up Lululemon if I have to choose yep. um, and so I've been focusing on that brand when it comes to athletic wear I find athletic wear is really difficult to find a focus because with athletic wear it's everyone wants the brand they don't care about <laughs> the quality it's the brand mm-hmm. uh, at least for me so yeah, anyways, back to what I was saying about focuses. So I established this, um, I guess a few months ago, I, I realized like you really have to sit down and you have to realize, like figure out what you want to sell and what makes you happy. And, you know, things that are daunting, maybe not go to those brands or those styles. So like I said before, I do vintage. I really like the vintage style of some dresses and stuff like that. So I like to do the vintage and I'm talking like 80s, 90s. I'm not, not much further back. Like I'm not... 50s 60s like swing dresses no just like the 80s 90s like if you could see it on beverly hills 90210 that's what i have in my closet (laughs) i love that absolutely love that show and uh so if yeah basically if you could find it on that show it'd be in my closet and uh then i have plus sizes because i just feel like the market for plus size women even like a size 12 at a store is like it doesn't fit like a proper size 12. And then you're like, wow, I'm plus size. And I'm like, but I'm only a size 12. That's insane. So mm-hmm. I've been focusing a lot of effort on looking up, looking at plus size brands because they're made for plus size women. They're not just the brand. And then they go up a few extra sizes with some extra fabric. They focus on curves and where things hit and how they fit. So I sell a lot of like Pennington's additional just went under, but it's underneath the Pennington's brand. So Pennington's Torrid is a huge bolo for me. I absolutely love um, Torrid, but we don't have one here. I I find it at a lot of our Frenchies um, (laughs) here in Nova Scotia, but 
I don't There's think I picked it up, but I because I found like super basic pieces and I don't know that much about it. But I've heard a lot of girls say that it's a really good brand. You need to send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you send me your Lulu and I'll send you my Torrid. There we go. It works because we don't have a Torrid here. And I like I'm not originally from New Brunswick. I'm from Ontario. I used to live in the GTA. Like Torrid was down the street. Value Village was next to me. Like I don't know why I didn't know about reselling when I lived there. Okay. Like I reselled a couple things, like not really, like I didn't do it. Like I never bought anything from a thrift store to resell. I would buy it where it resell it. So yeah. I didn't really know about this. And now it's like, I don't have a Torrid. And if you want to uh, order anything from the States, like shipping is $30 and uh. this is insane. And then there's customs on top of that. So whenever I find them, I'm like, oh my goodness, get that in my closet because it's an amazing brand to sell because it sells so well. And it's such a, like, a, it's like the Lululemon of plus size clothing <laughs> is how I put it. It's so trendy. It's so, it doesn't matter if the pieces like eight years old it's still trendy and I don't really understand but it still works and it's I think it's a lot to do with the fact that it's made for plus size women it's not just plus sizes in women's clothing yeah yeah Yeah. and you just mentioned uh the little little honey pot of (laughs) of uh the uh, maritimes yeah guys frenchies guys so do you guys have any brunswick too yes we do And they come up from the States. Like, I don't know exactly how they get stocked, but you can tell, like, all of ours is, like, Boston Red Sox, Patriots. Like, I mean, it's got good stuff, but you can tell exactly where it's coming from by the sports teams that are mixed in with it. I was finding, like, there's J.C. Penny and T.J. Maxx. I'm like, well, we don't have these stores. And actually, yeah. there was a sign. Most recently, I was in Aramacto in New Brunswick, and there was one. We were picking up a car for my husband. And I was like, please, can we please stop there? Like, there's a Frenchie's. It's calling my name. And he's like, well, no, we got to get home. We have three kids to get back to. And I'm like, okay, but I'll take 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. I went in there. 10 minutes later, I spent $50, got a whack load of stuff. And, uh, like, a lot of dresses, Lulu's. I never even knew what that was before, but now it's a bolo for me as well. Yeah, Lulu's uh, dresses, they're great. Yeah, and I find a lot of new with tags at Frenchies. Mm-hmm. And um, for anybody who doesn't know what a Frenchies is, it's all base pricing. So it doesn't matter what brand it is. It doesn't matter what condition it is. It doesn't matter if there's a tag attached to it. It's $6 for a dress. It yeah. is $5 for this, whatever. And it's so amazing because if you go into um, – that other store that likes to up price everything, as long as it has a tag on it, it starts at $17.99. And I'm like, oh, why? It's, it's Walmart. It's, it's George. Why is it $17.99? That's insane. I know. So I really, I really don't source there, you know, that one place. <laughs> the place that will not be named. <laughs> yeah. I will not do any advertising for that. <laughs> Um, and it's just like, especially after, and a lot of people are saying a lot of things about the store because after Corona hit, like their prices got inflated and everyone wants to blame resellers. And it's like, do you realize how much stuff they get? It's really not us. It's greed, but okay. I know. <laughs> because funny Frenchies prices never went up. Well, and I know. And the, the difference <laughs> is that like they're for profit too, right? Like Valley Village is for profit i don't really know how frenchies works i don't know actually i have no idea they could be for profit too but they are just not like crazy profit like they're not looking for 20 dollars for addresses because it has a tag on it but there's a massive stain on the back like yeah <laughs> i know and a lot of their stuff i think like i found a lot of like 
stuff with like Macy's tags and like you can like um, I found Nordstrom tags like they just get a lot of overstock I think yeah and I I was oh so now I make it like a that's my one place that I source now like I won't even bother other places um I've never really had much luck with Salvation Army I just I've never found really good styles or whatever there and I don't really like I don't know, the store just, I never feel like it's a good place to source for me, at least the one in London. Uh, I stumbled on Frenchies, actually, in Amherst. It was the first time I went into a Frenchies. And I was like, this place is so disorganized. Like, how do people shop here? And (laughs) that was back in July of last year. And I was like, I'm not going to go through these bins. And why would I do that? Why am I digging for this? Now, let me stand at a bin and I'm going to go through every single piece because I am going to find it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're, you must, you're one of the ones who stands there and like you push it all to one side and you make a pile. Do you do that? I, I literally did that yesterday with my son on my back because I had the carrier. I had to take my sister to St. John um, in New Brunswick. And uh, so I was like, she's like, there's a Frenchies here. Can you drive me there? And I'm like, yep, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I walked out with a hundred dollars worth of stuff. I walked out with made well. And I did find a dress with a Nordstrom tag. I literally just grabbed it because it had a Nordstrom tag on it. I had no idea about the brand. I got a Torrid dress. Like I'm just so focused on certain, I guess I, I'm so focused on brands because I know the brands do well, but I can't sit here and say, well, these are the brands that do good. Here's a bolo list because they will do well for me. It's so true. It's so true. There's some brands that I like, they fly out of my closet and like some people talk about and like you, I feel like you just got to sort it out for yourself. Cause if you listen to people's advice, like you end up with a pile of stuff that's not selling. Yeah. Just look up sold comps. That's, that's my one advice. Look up sold comps. Don't just look up comps. Cause I made that mistake. Look up sold comps. And uh, another thing with Frenchies is I just bought two pairs of Spanx. One of them was new with tags for $1.75 each because they call them underwear. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. Those will sell quickly. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like they just have such an abundance that they really don't care. They're like, here, just take it. Meanwhile, they've got like a massive, like 52 foot truck parked outside full of stuff as well. So it's like, oh, yeah. And like, look out when they're restocking the, the, uh, the racks because there's crazies in there. Yeah. Oh, well. A lady almost grabbed a coach purse from me and I was, or like, I, I went to grab it and she just like took off. She grabbed it and I was like, oh, okay. Like the lady was taking it from the new rack to put it on the, purse hook thing yeah and I kind of reached out just to take a look at it and this lady just like grabbed it and like pretty much ran I was like um it's you can okay. have it like I'm good <laughs> I'm not gonna fight with you that was crazy it's coach it's not that big of a deal no, I was like I <laughs> long chop you'd be like excuse me <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly but uh yeah no it it's, has not been crazy i have frequented the moncton one um i feel like it's a lot more picked over it's you know center of the like city i really like the shediac one like I've, i'm telling you i've gone to a lot of them a lot of different locations i yeah. like the one in shediac because it's like in the middle of nowhere and i went in there one day and i like begged my husband we went out to shediac you know we're new here so we went and saw the lobster and we saw we went around and we drove around we ate there whatever and on the way back i'm like there's frenchies can we please go there i promise i'll only be an hour it won't be that long i walked out with oh, a no. massive garbage bag of stuff and he's like yeah it won't be that long no no but i was so happy i found so much toward in that one trip he's like every, when i was watching you and there's like dollar signs that pop up in your eyes every time you see torrid and i'm like i know <laughs> i know i know i'm the same way when we're away and i'm like we went to 
Digby this year for a family vacation and my boyfriend and father and brother-in-law went golfing and I was like okay I'm gonna take this time because my mom took the baby and I was like I'm going to Frenchie's for as long as I want and I'm not gonna have to rush home (laughs) because they have a huge one in Digby and it was like I was like this is what I choose to do on my vacation as much as I'd like to golf with you guys I'm going to Frenchie's (laughs) golf no 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 Frenchie's yeah (laughs) So yeah, that I like was golfing, but I still picked drifting over golfing. Exactly. Yesterday when I went to the one in um, St. John's, like I, I was ready. I had the kid in my back and people kept passing me and not even realized he, he was on my back. But if I didn't have him on my back because they don't have carts or buggies or anything, I they know. don't even have baskets right now because of COVID. I was like, I need full access of my hands. I tried Frenchies one day without anything and he was just taking off and I'm like, I can't do this. So I was prepared. You need and Pardon? You need an Ikea bag to throw everything to. <laughs> yeah, I will be those people. And you know what's funny? I actually have like a bunch of them, even though we don't have an Ikea over here because of living in Ontario. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, the big blue bags. That's what I do when I go to a Frenchie's. I just throw it all in and sort it out later. Like sort it out yeah. with the cash. Oh, and there's another brand I just remembered when talking about athletic. Athleta. That oh. is it's only in the states they don't have any in canada you can't get it in canada i guess maybe if you ordered it i'm not even sure i think i tried to look to see if you can order it into canada and you couldn't but frenchies has athleta and i'm like ooh, i found another bolo for me so i pick up athleta as well see that's one thing that i can't sell for the life of me okay so torrid athleta send it to me i will send you all the lululemon your heart I have, I have an athleta pink it's really nice it's like a seamless long sleeve hoodie it might be because it's small I feel like it might be an extra small but I've had it for like five months and it, it's not it's really nice it's like bright bright pink and well, it's not going well, anywhere and I have an athleta dress I got them both at Frenchies and I the dress is like I mean I put it up in August so I was hoping someone would grab it up for the end of summer and it's just a nice like stretchy comfy casual dress nope mm-hmm. no one wants it <laughs> yeah I have one athletic dress that I can't seem to move but I just figured like the right buyer will come along and like I said like Frenchies and you know this Frenchies prices it's not like we're sitting on $20 items no, it was like well and I think that one I got out of Frenchies that wasn't a guy's Frenchies it was a different and some of their dresses are like four dollars and I think that one was only four so I mean what? is there yeah. another kind of Frenchies because I was driving and there was yeah, this there's really a few. Quite- there's this like barn looking red building that says Frenchies across it. And I'm like, is that a thrift store? And I'm like, <laughs> You're like is that a guys Frenchie, Frenchies? Like, what is that? And my mom went and she went to pick up my sister because I had to come back for my kids. And she's like, did you go to that Frenchies? I'm like, but is it really a Frenchies? Like, yeah, there's, no. so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably going to get this wrong. But there's guys Frenchies all over Nova Scotia that are known for being excellent. Like they get all the stuff up from New England. But then mm-hmm. we also have a couple other Frenchies that aren't the same I don't know I don't want to say franchise because they're obviously still Frenchies but they get like there's one close to our cottage that I go to all the time and it like it has the I I don't know if it's just the small town that it's in that the people aren't looking for the same brands as me but I find it's I found a Tory Burch knit sweater like was it merino or wool like I mean it was nothing that I would have liked but it was worth money and that I got there for four dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. See, so now I know. Now I know. I mm-hmm. should have just found somebody in the Maritimes because, like, I, I don't know any of this stuff. 
when I first yeah. went, the first one I went to was Amherst, and I was like, this is insane. I'm never doing this. And then now that's the only place I ever want to be. If I'm thrifting, that's where I want to go. I'm I love not that going you're saying Amherst. Amherst. You can tell you're not a maritimer because we pronounce it Amherst. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. How do you say, how do you say um, that one place? So what does the T stand for in GTA? Because I don't want to say it, and then you say it the same way. Toronto. How did you say it? Toronto. Toronto. Okay, fine. You win. <laughs> I don't say it like the states. Like Toronto. Okay. Toronto. Toronto. It's Toronto. And they're yeah. like, where did the T's and the... I'm like, no, it's all one. Like, just say it. So Toronto or they say... Um, all my friends in the States, because I went to school down there, they say uh, Montreal, which makes me crazy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I feel like some other Canadians say... I don't know if Canadians say that too, but Mon- Montreal. Because I was asking, how do you pronounce Montreal? Montreal. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, it's Montreal or however else they say it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like super pretentious. It's Montreal. No, no, no. I say Montreal, but a lot of people say Montreal. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't yeah. Know. Anyway. Okay. That being said, I won't keep you much longer because I feel like we've been on for a while and we have. I mean, we're missing a whole hurricane outside, so. Yeah, I was like, we're on borrowed time at this point. (laughs) Yes. However, I do want to ask you, I've been asking all my other guests um, to share uh, their favorite Karen, Karen of the week. Um, So just like some, something ridiculous that a guest asked you to do, or just like an annoying fire that you've had recently. Well, we have lots of those. Um, I mean, I feel like the, anybody, and here's my thing. I feel like everybody who asks a question doesn't end up buying, but then as from good customer service, I answer the question anyways, fully knowing they're not going to buy anyhow, but it's like, well, maybe it'll stop the next person from asking a question, but I have yet to find someone who actually buys after asking a question. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why yeah. people do that. And I'm one of those people who doesn't put measurements in my listings because I just, it, it has to get me on a good day, like where I actually measure things. I'll, if I measure it while I'm taking pictures, I'll put it in my listing. Otherwise, oh, I got to go dig that out. And I really got to stop doing that because I have so many listings. It's like, oh, I have to go dig that one out. And like, what if I can't find it? But uh, so that's like my one thing. It's like, oh, I hate having to do this. And actually, I found that some other resellers actually block people who ask questions. And I'm like, how? What? Why? That's insane. Those are buyers. Every buyer, everybody on this app is a buyer. You just have to figure out, you know, what they're willing to pay. <laughs> oh, I uh, ask questions too. Like there's some things that I want to buy, but I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Like I bought that no, I get it. label sweatshirt the other day and it was listed as a small, but their sizing goes small, medium, medium, large. So I, I was like, I need clarification of the size. And then I bought it. So you never know. <laughs> you don't know. Like you can't just, uh, there's some people who just block everybody. And I'm like, why are you a seller? You yeah. not worked in customer service and it shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then, so, you know, people ask questions like somebody asked me to model a skirt and I'm very skeptical about somebody asking me to model something, uh, but I have a mannequin and sometimes I don't put everything on the mannequin, but I will like, it's not really, it's like a torso, basically like a dress form. Yep. So I put it on this, on the dress form and I edit out my backgrounds just cause it looks nicer. And I was like, I've added the photos you requested. And I'm just thinking like, you can't tell it's not on me. And I'm like, if they use this photo inappropriately, that's a dress form. <laughs> is that what you think? Oh, that's funny. Oh, God. Thinking is, if you use this inappropriately, it's a dress form, so have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. Don't care. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so my my Karen, I, I have okay. So I I was thinking about this question because I was like, I haven't really had like outwardly Karens. I've never had a knock on wood case. I've never had any cases. Uh, I've been pretty straightforward with like all my buyers and you know if there's anything that they have an issue with they usually like tell me um you know recently somebody gave me a four star because the item was saturated in cigarette smoke and I'm like huh I don't smoke I like nobody in my family smokes we smoke nothing in this house like I don't know what you're talking about but then I was like you know what I know that some post uh people do in their their cars so like I was like okay I'm sorry on behalf of the courier uh, I'm really glad that you enjoy your sweater otherwise and I'm like oh, great but um that was the one thing but at least it was only a four star yeah that's so not four star, I thought, I'll take it. Yeah, as long as I get paid I really don't mind uh as long as it makes sense so I got a I got a three star once for shipping and that's all they clicked was shipping and I looked and this item was shipped the same day, if not the next day. I remember like sitting there, like how much sooner did they want it? But it was like in the middle of the pandemic, like where everything was just like so slow and it got stuck in Mississauga and it was completely out of my hands. So I, you know, I did what Ilanka does and she's like, she lets them know like, Hey, this is what happened. And I was like, I yeah. don't feel like I'm the three star, but I, you know, kill them with kindness kind of thing. And I was like, just want to let you know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I messaged her and she never responded back. And this is a kicker. I thought to myself, I don't even know why I'm sending this because it was an add on item. It was a $5 add on mystery item. And so I chose the item to send out. It was a mug and it was brand new from Indigo. I bought a bunch of sets uh, in February. So I had a couple lying around. I'm like, I'm going to send this. This is definitely worth um, at least $10. It's Indigo, like everything's super expensive there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to send this out. And it was a $5 add on and they didn't put it on a bundle. It was, they literally just bought this mug. Or so you made a dollar. <laughs> no, 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 no. After taxes, I made 45 cents. Oh, 45 cents on this mug. <laughs> you and I drive it to the post office. Right. And I was like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I was, um, I was packing up other orders. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Like I was already going to the post office. So it was fine. Like I can send this one little thing and. Um, I probably didn't like wrap it up nicely either. Like I do now when I send out a breakable item, cause I'm so afraid it's going to break. Uh, so I mean, it sucked and she didn't respond. And so then I just blocked her. That's like the only person I've ever blocked. It was like, you gave me such a poor rating. You didn't even talk, like you didn't come back when I was trying to talk to you and it was 45 cents lady. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I should have canceled the order, but out of courtesy, I, I, put the order through because it's an add-on item like you're supposed to add it to a bundle that's that's how that works yeah that's what that means <laughs> so so I like I guess she's a Karen in a sense like she gave me a low rating but she never really responded back so we didn't really have like a back and forth or anything uh there was this other lady who's more recently she put an offer in on some croc flip-flops and then she put an offer on a bundle of croc flip-flops and these Levi jeans and it was the offer for the Crocs was only like $10 off, but then the bundle for the, the bundle, it was half off. So my, my Levi jeans, they were vintage. So those were 110 it, and ended up being like half off that bundle. I'm like, that's, that's quite low, mm -hmm. uh, but that's a good starting point. So I declined the first offer fully anticipating her wanting the two items. And uh, she didn't quite counter back after I countered at a more reasonable price, which I'm pretty sure was more like 35% off. Yes. And uh, 
The next day, she gave me another offer on the Croc sandal. So I figure at this point, okay, she doesn't want the bundle. She still hasn't declined or countered or anything. And I was like, okay, so she doesn't want that. So let me just accept this offer. And it was for $5 more than she had originally offered. Great. Wonderful. I package it up. I ship it out. And I get a like th- two or three star. And it says hard to negotiate with. No. And I'm like, <laughs> what? How am I hard to negotiate with? You don't know what you're doing. Oh, no. <laughs> so I put in nice words that like, I just want to let you know, this is what happened. This is how it works. This is the thought process on my end. It might've looked like I was hard to negotiate on those crocs because I declined, right? Like I declined her. I didn't counter anything. Um, but I was in the works with a different bundle with you. So, you know, I just assumed at that point you weren't interested and I accepted your offer. And she goes, new to Poshmark. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, and I also said, you know, your ratings do affect my overall rating. So um, if that's the case, you know, I'd appreciate it. If you don't like, like just take your rating and like, go, make it go away. <laughs> so she ends up updating her rating to a five star. Oh, okay. Great, good. right? Her love note said, hard to negotiate with. <laughs> and that's just there, I'm, right? Like, you can't really get rid of You can. You just have to retype it. Like, you have to type out something else. Oh. So I was like, I appreciate you updating the rating, but, you know, the, the little comments now public and it's going to affect my business. Because I just, I get so anxious that somebody else is reading that. And if they're trying to negotiate with me, oh, well, this person had a hard time negotiating with her. Like, I'm not even going to bother. So, it was like, I was so anxious about it. I was like, what am I supposed to do about it? But I completely wrote it off as, you know what, Poshmark's not going to delete it. They're not going to get rid of it. Whatever. This lady doesn't know what she's doing. She has no idea what, like, how this app works. I don't blame her, but it's like... Ugh, now that's on there and then I was like can people please leave love notes and I find like probably 10% of people on mine actually leave love notes I get lots of five stars but I don't quite get love notes yeah I know. so I agree. it wasn't really drowning it out and also when she updated her rating it bumped it back up to the top so, <laughs> so I sat there and I was like I, I put it to the back of my mind and I saw on a Facebook group that like somebody else had gotten their rating removed by Poshmark. And I was like, they told me they don't do that because I did maybe try to get that other one removed, but that didn't happen. <laughs> so, um, when five star overall ratings matter, um, you go to length. So I messaged them and originally they're like, no, there's nothing we can do about it. If they're having an issue, let them message us. And I went back and I'm like, actually in the Poshmark community you have removed these for people uh so that's a lie um and I don't want to contact her again because I've already pestered her too much and she has no idea what she's doing like and I showed them a screenshot like she clearly agrees that she doesn't want it there but she doesn't know how to get rid of it so uh I ended up getting a message back from somebody else with the steps on how to delete a love note oh so I was like that's a thing so I actually ended up making an Instagram post about it because I know other people might have this issue and I know some people are a little bit vindictive where they'll give you a five star just to say it just to slam your business yeah so I was like we have control over that now <laughs> it stays there like if you click on the five star or whatever it's still there but no one else but you and the other person can see it and it's not on their profile and it's not on your profile and that's really what matters so I was able to kind of turn that around so I guess those are maybe my Karen E issues like the hard to negotiate i was like excuse me hey what it's actually kind of funny because it's like lady that's not a love note 
<laughs> yeah. And I mean, like originally she it was a comment to, for improvement, mm-hmm. but when you change it to a five star, it immediately becomes. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense, but it's. Yeah. yeah. It automatically became a love note and she didn't know how to delete it. So it was a little like stressful and like, I got a little anxious cause it's like, you work so hard for this business and it takes one comment and it, to change it. Like it really does. But so it mean, was honestly like when I don't know, I don't know about you and I know some people really do read them, but I don't, I can't think of a time that I went into a buyer's thing and looked at love notes. Like I usually just look at what the item is I want to buy. If they're giving me a good offer and like, I buy it. I don't think I've ever gone on and looked at someone's love notes. I'm sure some people do, but do a- uh, I think I'll look at their closet. Like I, I mean, I'm not an average, average, the avid um, buyer. Like I, I buy here and there. Like I, I've won the love it enlisted or, or no, the, I don't know. I've, lo- I've won some sort of something and I had the $50 sitting there and I'm like, I don't really know what to buy. Yeah. So I'll like go in and I'll like a few things and people send me offers and I'm like, ah, I, I really don't want to pay that. <laughs> Even with my credit, I still don't want to pay. That. I'm very cheap. I, like I'm awful when it comes to spending money. No, that's unless it's thing. business. <laughs> unless it's for the business, I'll drop a hundred dollars. No problem. <laughs> uh, it's investment. What do you mean? Of so uh, yeah, I just like there's sometimes I might go in. I just I guess it's my own like anxiety. Like I'm okay if I get a low rating because this person's just awful. I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. That first one where I got the three stars and she said the ship time that was like probably closer to when I first started so it kind of sucked because I was getting five stars and then this person three stars yeah um but after that I think I got another three star for like someone said the kids leggings were more used than I described and I'm like what their kids leggings I don't know what you mean (laughs) (laughs) I didn't send you something with holes in it I don't know what you're talking about but okay whatever you accepted it I got paid that's what matters Mm -hmm. but it, it hard when you're trying to like maintain a good um I don't really know if once you get I know posh ambassador means nothing Mm -hmm. really out of the gate but I don't know if like if you drop down below a four point whatever it says if you lose that status but who knows yeah I know I'm the same when I was first new and I got lower I've only gotten a few I had a two star for something ridiculous but for the most part they're mostly fives but how dare they oh yeah it was like it was a Tom Petty t-shirt, like a band t-shirt, but it was meant to look distressed and it was from the Gap. So it wasn't vintage. It was like a Gap t-shirt, but the logo <laughs> was supposed to look distressed. It was making it look like an old shirt. And this girl said like, um, I think she put dirty. It was new. It was new without tags. And I think she put cleanliness item looks dirty and worn. And I was like, no, that's the shirt. Like that's that's the gap like that's not me like and I, I I didn't even know what to do it was one of my first sales and I was like oh my god what <laughs> like it's a band tee meant to look vintage but it's not it's not dirty like it's probably smelled like I don't know what it smelled like like probably like laundry detergent but I was like <laughs> oh my god like what but now <laughs> if I got that I'd probably laugh when I started yeah. I was upset oh yeah and I think like something like cigarette smoke that that bothers me because I like know it doesn't smell like I know it wouldn't be from my house um, but I was just like really polite I still like kept up with my customer service I'm I didn't expect her to change it to a five star but I still want to you know reassure her because I feel like even so she might say that now she might not be a repeat buyer because she thinks that my stuff is full of smoke yeah, so I really I to, like that, that repeat buyer I actually have somebody who's bought me from me three times and I was like I like these ones yeah 
Yeah, me too. I know. Back to these ones. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. Ratings, It's it depends on the day, I guess, how I feel. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, well, I guess we should go enjoy the hurricane. Since it's no, 8.30 at night. Not you don't want to get kicked off a third time. But thank you so not much. Not too anxious, but I feel like my house just kind of moved back and oh, forth. God. But... I know. You know what? I'm in the basement, so I don't even know. I don't even want to go upstairs. But um we you have so you have I, i'm gonna add this all in the show notes but you have a youtube channel which is your full name <laughs> stephanie escate yes i'm saying it right and yes. um you also have your instagram which i would recommend everyone follow because i love it <laughs> and you have a blog as well right hub pages uh yeah i'm on hub pages i've made one blog <laughs> okay well you have a blog that's what that means you only need one <laughs> I made one little post and I think I made like 44 cents off and I'm like, oh, there's a penny for my thoughts. Like, but it, it's another one. yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to really be like passionate about it to write something about it. So it's like, uh, so that, and then, yeah, there's the YouTube video and the, yeah. Oh. yeah, I'll put that on the show notes so people can follow you because I would highly recommend it. And I'm going to tell you what, if I see you do one more middle of the night, <laughs> I'm not going to be impressed. It's okay. I won't do that. I'll just go to Frenchies. It's good. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I had so much fun. I feel like we went like way over time just because I could, I could literally, if I talked to you all night, it would take my mind off the hurricane, but we should probably end here. <laughs> oh, that's, I know. <laughs> it was wonderful. I love talking to yes, you. Yes. Same. Okay. I'll chat soon. Have a good night. Yes. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks again, Stephanie. I had so much fun chatting with you. I will put all of Stephanie's information into the show notes of this episode. You can find her on all platforms at Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, Escate, E-S-C-A-T-E. Join me next week for another tiny tale and have a great week, everyone.